Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host for today, Grand Hefe, like I am every day. Welcome to another episode of Unpopular Opinion. How was you guys' weekend? You know, by the way, you know, mine was uh, mine was all right. You know, went to graduations, watched the Cavs game. You know, watched LeBron go out there and uh, do goat things as. Goat people do, although I don't believe that LeBron is the goat, but he does goatish things, I shall say. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and kick this thing off, man. Um, Cleveland Cavaliers played Boston last night at TD Garden for Game Seven Eastern Conference Finals. Cavaliers won that game, eighty-seven to seventy-nine. That game went just about as I expected it would. I predicted before the series started that um, the Cavs would probably win this series in five. That prediction was wrong, but nonetheless, the actual pick was right. So uh, you can never really determine really uh, the um, the games. I got the pick right, and when it all came down to it, uh, the Celtics definitely had plenty of opportunities. In Cleveland, I believe it was game six to really, you know, put real pressure on on the Cavs. They didn't do it. Um, And then, you know, game seven, you know, LeBron did what he did. He got some nice help from uh, Jeff Green, who really played big. And I said before the series, I had said before game seven, when I first found out that Kevin Love was going to be out, I had said then that um, Jeff Green is probably going to be the true X factor of this series. And I actually said he was going to have 17. He ended up with 19. Hey, two points. He also had uh, eight, eight, eight rebounds, played 42 minutes. That's the big minutes for a guy who's normally coming off the bench. And then LeBron, you know, 12 or 24, didn't shoot the ball particularly well from three, but the the three that he did hit, three out of eight, the three he did hit was pretty big. Uh, had 15 rebounds, nine assists, ended the game with 35 points. Tristan Thompson hit all four of his shots, had nine rebounds for 10 points. Jared Smith hit a couple threes late. He was three of eight. He ended with 12 points. You know, um, nobody else really did anything. Corver hit one shot, Nance hit one shot. Clarkson mixed both of his. Jordan Hill, George Hill was two, two of six. 
not particularly well. Uh, they won this game because of LeBron James and Jeff Green. Uh, without Jeff Green, we would, we would just be talking about what a great game that LeBron James played, but where was his help? I mean, that's what we'll be saying right now. We'll be saying LeBron did exactly what we all knew and we all thought and we all expected that he should do. But where was his help? Because that was the question literally all series, all playoffs, really, ever since the Indiana series. Where is LeBron's help? Where who 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 is going to be that second and third guy? Which one of his teammates is going to step up tonight? Is JR going to hit a shot? Is George Hill going to play better? Kept now, Kevin Love played pretty good throughout the throughout these playoffs outside of that Indiana series, especially that game 7 where it didn't even look like he was on the court. But outside of that, and he played tremendous in this Boston series really. You know, he 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 was the really the only constant help and actually one of the only players on the on 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 the Cavs whole team who actually did anything in Boston outside of LeBron. He was actually scoring more points in Boston than he was at home. So but this game went about the the, the way the way it was. I mean, you know, I remember game 1 I was talking to my friend and you know, when and this was when the when the Cavs was already getting blown out, which didn't take long in game 1. But he called me, and you know I'm on the phone, and I'm and I told him that shooting is not gonna last. And he was like, "Why wouldn't it?" And I'm like, "Cause these guys, it's just not. These guys aren't proven. They they aren't proven commodities yet. Now outside of Tatum, who's played all, I mean, just about as fantastic as as you could as you could think a rookie could play. Tatum absolutely played." His 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 heart out, you know. He averaged what about twenty points for the playoffs, the most uh the most on the team, third most uh by, by Celtics rookie. I mean this this guy is was was really really balling to be a freshman, and then he dunked on LeBron. I mean just put him on a poster, and then and then went up to him and bumped him. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, LeBron. That's what he said. Let's go. But LeBron just gave him that look like. All right, youngin. Watch what I do to you. Foul trouble. Lose the game. See you later. But hey, Terry Rozier. Back, back, back to my point. Terry Rozier was what? O for ten last night. Three. O for ten. O for ten. Literally just shooting his team out of the game. If the Celtics had any chance, which which they did, they had plenty of chances down the stretch. Terry Rozier just canceled all of that out for him. Just canceled all of that out. Just brick after brick after brick after brick after brick. Ten of them. I thought he was playing a little rushed. Um, cause I thought he that he probably could have got better shots than than, than what he got. But um, I just felt like he 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 was pressing. That moment was was just too much for him. Jalen Brown is another one who who's literally been their spark plug in every game this 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 um this 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 series. When Tatum wasn't playing uh good, 
when Horford had a bad game, when Morris and Rozier, you know, Jalen Brown was the guy that was rivaling LeBron. You remember in game, what was it, two or three, when LeBron had 20, game three, I believe it was, when he had, no, when he, game two, when he had 21 in the in the first quarter. But at the end of the quarter, they was only up by four because Jalen Brown had 16 to 17, had two or three threes of his own. So, you know, uh, Jalen Brown definitely didn't, 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 didn't play up the snuff. Five of 18, three of 12 from three, 13 points. That didn't look like the 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 Jalen Brown that we had um that we had come accustomed to seeing. You know, that wasn't it. He just plainly did not show up. Just did not show up. You know, back to harp on that point. Last game in Game Six, you know, in the loss in Game Six, uh, Terry Rozier had had twenty eight points. Jalen Brown has shot 11 to 18 with 27 points. Jalen Brown was 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 that consistent, you know? Game in game five, game five, both of those guys, <coughs> excuse me, both of those guys, Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier both shot what well, they shot seven to thirty. Horrible. And they still won the game because they got big from Tatum. Everybody, you know, they have five or six guys in double figures. So LeBron moves on to his eighth finals. Eight straight finals. And, of course, the topic all day is going to be Jordan and LeBron. You know, I've been I've seen a couple shows where they were saying that some writers had already been, you know, saying uh, basically passed the torch to LeBron. I'm not ready to do that yet. Although eight straight finals is hard to do, it doesn't matter what league you in. These are all professional players, and to make it to eight straight NBA finals, I mean, we're talking about a guy who had the biggest expectations coming 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 into the league of anybody ever to play any sport. ESPN labeled him the chosen one. ESPN went, put them all in the magazines. Oh, the next Jordan. ESPN did that. LeBron didn't do that. ESPN did that. King James. ESPN did that. All on Sports Illustrated. And then, I also see the question coming out. Is this LeBron's greatest accomplishment or greatest achievement? Now, while I do think that this team is trash, I don't know how anyone can equate the great. This is his. This would be his greatest accomplishment. Like that. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. This team is bad. But this team ain't that bad where it's like, I mean, these boys are scrubs. They're, 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 they're not showing up. They're playing bad. JR can't hit a shot. Maybe you need to go get him some Henny. But th- this is nowhere near LeBron's best achievement. I mean, we're talking about beating the Detroit Pistons. And them boys was stacked. Chauncey, 
Rasheed, Rip, Tayshawn. I mean, them boy, like that was the, that was the team. He scored twenty nine of what thirty, twenty five straight in game five. Beat them in six. That team in six. He beat that team, and then he also beat the the New Jersey Nets at the time. With Kid and Carter and in Jefferson in their prime <laughs> with that Cleveland team. And then we forget the Warriors. I mean, that should really be the first one to, to hop out into anybody's head when you think of the greatest thing that LeBron has ever done. Come down 3 1. To a 73 and 9 team, the greatest regular season team in history. And two other all stars. The two time The back to back. Two of the greatest shooters that ever played the game in Clay and Steph. Draymond is a good hustle guy, good rebounder, good defender. And ain't that's the year Draymond came second in the uh, defensive player of the year voting to Kawhi or, or somebody like that? 73-9 and nine to come down from 3-1? And you got to play two games in Golden State? And he gave you back-to-back 41-point games? And in game five, Kyrie gave you 41. LeBron, I mean, Kyrie gave you 40. LeBron gave you 41. And then he come back in the next game and give you 41. And then in game seven in Golden State, he give you a 27-point triple-double. And one of the greatest clutch blocks in history. Now, Let's get to that series because I see a lot of people, you know, and Kyrie, I I tweeted this out during probably every game of that finals, except for game two, I believe, when Kyrie was just t- terrible. Um, LeBron don't win that chip without Kyrie, but let's not get it twisted that in that fourth quarter, people act like LeBron didn't do anything in that fourth quarter because cause Kyrie hit the shot. People forget in that quarter, LeBron had 11 points. He, he At that point, nobody, the, those two points was the only two points that anybody other than LeBron scored in that fourth quarter. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of what LeBron did in that fourth quarter gets overlooked. He scored 11 points before anybody else even scored, before they went on that like two or three minute drought without any team scoring. LeBron was the only person keeping him in that game. And then Kyrie hit the shot. So, to me, that's that's definitely his 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 greatest accomplishment to get that team, you know, bring that team back. Now he did have Kevin Love and 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 Kyrie Irving and go with it, but but outside of that one defensive play that Kevin Love did, he had you know what he actually stepped up in that game. He had a lot of rebounds. He didn't have a lot of points, but he was on the glass. But let, but people, I, I think people forget like. All the good stuff LeBron then did against Paul Pierce and, and Kevin Garnett and them in the garden. I mean, 
you know, this was nice because the team he had. But let's let's face it, he was going against a Kyrie Irvingless Boston Celtics team. Now, I don't believe. I think they would have got rid of the Celtics quicker had they had Kyrie Irving. Because, see, what people don't realize is when you lose your best players, that's when everybody else gets to shine. Gordon Hayward goes down in the first game. Now Jason Tatum is inserted to the lineup playing heavy minutes. What does that do for his confidence? Get him up. We probably wouldn't even be sitting here talking about Jason Tatum right now had Gordon Hayward had not got hurting. Because that's the reason why they brought him over there. To be that starting three. And let Jason Tatum come off the bench and learn. Kyrie Irving goes down. Look what happened to Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. They done started making shirts for him. So, with Kyrie there, he's a ball stopper. One thing goes wrong. Kyrie's Irving mentality is to score at all costs, and he's that's when he started playing ISO ball. So a lot of that free movement and ball movement that 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 these guys get now, they wouldn't be getting that with Kyrie Irving in the lineup. I guarantee you that Kyrie Irving is not an assist guy. Kyrie Irving is not a pass guy. He is a shoot first point guard. So I think they would have probably got rid of them quick, quick and early. Quick work, light work, and six probably or five if Kyrie Irving was there. I mean, let's face it, the the Celtics only beat uh, the Cavs one time in the regular season. So, and that was with Kyrie Irving. And the last time that they played them uh, was after the the, the deadline. Or no, they probably played them one more time after that. But the trade, the first time after the trade deadline, with Kyrie Irving and without Kevin Love, the Cavs spanked them in Boston. Remember Clarkson running all down the court. He he hitting three celebrating. Him and LeBron on the bench pointing. Kyrie Irving is a different person when he's on the floor. And these guys were able to free flow, free form, and do whatever without having to suck up to a star. You see it all the time in Cleveland. Instead of these guys actually doing whatever they got to do, they get the ball to, to LeBron because they know LeBron is the, the best player. So let me just give him the ball instead of us getting 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 it how we get it. Now, it's going to be interesting to see tonight. You know, game seven in Houston. Game seven in Houston. Now, I wanted Golden State Warriors to lose this series. Now I'm not so sure that that's actually going to happen. After game five, game five left a sour taste in my mouth because before, after Chris Paul got hurt, before Chris Paul got hurt, I was thinking to myself, damn, the Houston Rockets can actually do this. Like, they can actually do this. And I have been saying all season, all playoffs, there's no team that can beat the Warriors that don't include LeBron and a couple more superstars. But the equation would have to include LeBron. I didn't think any other combination would do it. 
and Chris Paul and James Harden had it working. And James Harden was awful, by the way, in, in, in those losses. Outside of game one, James Harden had done nothing. Even game six the other night. I mean, he only finished with, what, 32 points, but he had 15 in the first. So you mean to tell me all you can all you can muster up is 17 over three quarters? When you had a 17-point lead? You had a 17-point lead. You had 15 in the first. And over the next three quarters, you go 17 points. He's starting to revert back to the James Harden that we know. The only difference is now he's shooting the ball because now he now he's realized, listen, as long as I shoot the ball, can't nobody say that I quit. As long as I shoot the ball, can't nobody say I choked because I'm actually being assertive. I'm actually shooting the ball, which is the reason why I once Chris Paul went down, I said the Golden State Warriors will win game six and they're going to win game seven because Steph and KD had took a lot of heat in closed games. And I am one of the biggest, you know, every time Steph, you know, have a bad game, he's hurt. Like, but every time he has a good game, oh, man, he's the greatest shooter in the world. He's the greatest player. Oh, my God, Steph, 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 this, Steph, that. Oh, my God. Like, uh, and I have been saying it for the longest. He cannot always be hurt when he have a bad game. Nobody else gets that pass. And then Kevin Durant, who's also supposed to be the number two player in the in the world, who most people last year was ready to say after the finals that he was better than LeBron just because his team won. I mean, let's not forget LeBron did average 35 last year. 35. So how can we say that another guy – uh, is better. Come on, man. Just because it's team one. Basketball is a team game. We're not playing tennis. We're not playing golf. We're not swimming. We're playing basketball, which is a team game. So, Kevin Durant and Steph has been getting a lot of passes. I mean, you know, they were taking a lot of heat for games four and five for them ability not to close. Kevin Durant not even wanting to take the last shot in game in game five. Him passing up the ball in, in game four to Clay, Steph. His his late struggles, and I pointed that out a long time ago. In big games, Steph seemed to crumble. For the greatest shooter in the world, it seemed to amaze me how every time your team needs you the most in the fourth quarter, he seems to vanish. The greatest shooter in the world. That is unbeknownst to me. I do not understand how the greatest shooter in the world can come up so small in big games. In every NBA Finals, seeing people point to the points where it had 20-something points, 20 this points. Listen, man, he, he he's a shooter. He's going to score. You do know threes are more than twos, right? So if I take a lot of, of threes, I'm I'm probably going to hit a couple. All I need to do is hit about three. If I hit about three, I'm already at nine points. And and then what I'm, I am going to get to the line, so I'm going to make about five or six from the line. Well, I'm already at 15 or 16 points already, 14, 15, 16 points. Well, guess what? I'm going to get a float. I'm going to get an easy bucket, a layup, a two to, to go. Now I'm already at 19, 20 points. It's not hard to get 20 points in the NBA. I mean, you're shooting threes and you're shooting twos and you're going to the, end, and you're going to the foul line. But if you watch the games in the moments – where they need him the most. I think uh, ESPN had put up a stat where he was like 3 of 11 or something like that with f- 15, him and Kevin Durant, they were like 15% or something like that in the fourth quarter. Those are the numbers you want to look at right there. Because, see, they're getting most of those points in, in in quarters one through three. Fourth quarter, these guys are nowhere to be found. But I think tonight, and I said in game six, they couldn't go through that for another game. So they were just going to come out and shoot regardless because they had nothing to lose. Because in their mind, like I said about James Harden, if I shoot the ball, nobody can say I choked. 
Nobody can say that I didn't want it because I'm shooting. The shots are up. And they came out in game six and did exactly what I thought they were going to do. Start shooting. They got down early, but it was a bunch of turnovers or whatever. Uh, um, Houston was getting a lot of open open shots. So um, they were down 17. But once the boys just, hey, man, we're losing. We ain't got no choice now. Just shoot it. Hey, eventually, if if you shoot enough, they're going to fall for great shooters. It, it, it's inevitable. It, you, you, they're they're going to start to fall eventually. Even James Harden, he was 0 for 20. He had it working in the first half, shooting deep threes, 20, 20 24, 28-foot uh, threes. You know, he had it going. It, it it happens. Now, Game 7 in Houston tonight, I expect the Golden State Warriors to come out, guns are blazing again. Because, like I said, hey, James Harden going to do the same. They're going to come out and shoot a bunch. Because one thing you're not going to do is you're not going to say that they quit. James Harden in his head, he's like, we, I, I will not go through what I got, what I went through last year in the San Antonio series. Close out game six, nowhere to be found. Took like three shots. Team, his teammates like passing the ball, and he getting it right back. And they're like, come on, bro. Like you can see it in in their expression, like take over, like take over. So they're gonna, sh- he's gonna shoot the ball a bunch tonight. Stephen Clay, Stephen. It's, it, so, I don't I don't expect anything to be uh, different tonight. I think the Golden State Warriors win in seven. I mean, I, yeah, well, obviously in seven, but I think they win tonight in Houston. And I think they face the Cleveland Cavaliers, whom next, uh, whom tomorrow we'll we'll discuss. You know, finals picks because I don't want to do any predictions against this team or that team, and I don't even know who's going to be there. So I would rather know who's going to be there. So tomorrow we'll definitely. Get into those picks. We'll know. We already know the Cleveland Cavaliers. It will be representing the Eastern Conference. Let's see who represents the Western Conference. I'm your boy. I'm your host, Grand Hefe. This was Unpopular Opinion. See you guys tomorrow.